Devon had already served at Bagram, but it was still a shock to realize how big the remote base was when she landed. Stepping off the tail ramp of the C-17 Globemaster with all her gear, she looked around in awe at the small city before her. Home, sweet home, Will said beside her, lugging his own duffel. Looks a hell of a lot better than it did after the Russians used it. Does it ever? She scanned for her friend Candace, who'd been there for over a month on her own tour as an Air Force Spectre pilot. She'd also contacted Ryan and Cam, but only a few hours before her flight to Germany, so they wouldn't have a chance to reply. Almost a month had passed since Ty's funeral, but her feelings for Cam hadn't faded. She wasn't sure she was ready to see him again quite yet. She thought of the emblem she was cross-stitching, tucked away safely with her gear. She had stitched Ty's name above the pararescue angel with her spread wings surrounding the globe, and beneath, the words, That Others May Live. She'd done almost half of it on the flight over, but she'd finish it on her downtime between exercises and missions. Part of her wasn't ready to let him go yet. Following the throng of fellow soldiers, she made her way into one of the large administrative buildings and waited in line to get squared away. Leaving Will to find his own quarters, she headed across the base to where the housing was located. Bagram was fully equipped to look after all the service members stationed there, and had all kinds of amenities, even a Burger King tractor-trailer. Anything was an improvement from what the first Americans had found here back at the start of the War on Terror. Devon noted signs with red triangles that still lined the edge of the roads, warning people of uncleared terrain outside the security fences. Ahead of her, a group of women came out of another building. One was tall and blonde, and her leggy stride had Devon craning her neck to make out the woman's distant profile. She caught the blonde's distinctively husky laugh as it floated through the air. Ace! Candace stopped and whipped her head around. Her eyes opened in wide surprise and a huge smile broke over her pretty face. Spike! She ran across the pavement, and Devon had barely enough time to drop her bags before her friend all but tackled her. Candace squeezed her tight before stepping back to look at her. I didn't think you'd be in already. You look great, by the way. Love the short do, she said, ruffling Devon's inverted bob. Fits better under my helmet this way, Dev laughed. I was just trying to get my bearings again. Want to show me to my new digs? And I happen to know just where they are. She hefted a bag over her shoulder and put her free arm around Devon's waist. I arranged it so we're roomies. How did you manage that? It's no piggy. Two of the other girls in our hut are army, so you'll be in good company. And there are your new best friends, she said, gesturing to the group she'd been walking with. Come on, I'll introduce you. Dragged along in the wake of her friend's longer legs, Devon smiled at the three women waiting on the road, watching them. Everybody, this is Devon Crawford. Dev, this is Maya Lopez, a security forces officer, she said indicating a honey-skinned woman about Dev's height with dark straight hair and striking blue-green eyes. They shook hands. This is Erin Kelly, an army flight nurse. Hi, the brunette said softly. Her smile was a bit on the shy side, but she seemed friendly. And this is 
Honor Girard, the Army's best mechanic on this base. I try, Honor said with a grin, tossing her cap of strawberry blonde hair. Candace grabbed the dropped bag and took Devon's elbow. Okay, pleasantries aside, let's get this girl squared away and get some chow into her. Devon rolled her eyes as her friend dragged her along. Some things never change, I guess. Ace likes to think she's my keeper. Yeah, Maya answered, her dry tone holding the faintest trace of a Latin accent. We've noticed.